0: Let's play a game, two truths and a lie, COVID-19 edition. I'm gonna make three statements and you have to guess which one is the lie and which two are the truth. Here we go. You can get a booster and still get COVID. Boosters can alter your DNA. Boosters broaden your immune protection. If you chose boosters can alter your DNA as a lie, ding, you're right. COVID-19 vaccines simply create a good defense mechanism and in fact, do not change or interact with your DNA at all. And it is true that you could be boosted and still get COVID, but you are much less likely to get very sick and it greatly reduces the risk of severe disease, hospitalization, and death. Can comedian, public speaker, and TikTok influencer Sherry McKay answer 100 questions in five minutes to win the Manitoba money shot? Hmm? All this plus clip
1: clock on this episode called sherry McKay shoots on tiktok now what's this guy doing up here in manitoba manitoba manitoba's Manitoba time move to manitoba it's the manitoba money shot podcast with me ronald george moore okay everyone settle down grab a chair get your butt in the seats let's get this meeting started like to thank all the board directors for coming for this uh, this very important emergency meeting. Um, as you all know, we're doing great here at Musically. The numbers are up, the users are up, but the biggest problem we have our app was made for children. What I want to do, what I think we should all do, is rebrand Musically so it's accessible to everyone out there including the people who have deep pockets filled with cash am i right <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. silence all right so i need big ideas dogs yeah cats i like it little babies keep going karens in the wild perfect prank videos i love it lots of farting yes yeah, farting oh i like seinfeld oh yeah recipes got to have recipes how about car crashes Perfect, yes. What we want is everything under the sun that someone's going to upload. But we need a new name. Musical.ly ain't going to cut it. Throw out some names, people. Uh, how about Ding Dong? No. Uh, Flim Flam? No. Goat Guts? Now, well, what the hell does Goat Guts mean? Bebop? Bebop? Come on. Jump Jerk? Ugh. Uh, Peep Pool? Come on, you're the best! Suck Soup. That hmm? can't! That's not a cringe crash. Ugh. I got it. Clip clock. Really? You want people to invest in something called Clip Clock? You guys are supposed to have the best brains in marketing, and you come up with Clip Clock. Well, listen, we're going to spend all night in this office, and we're going to come up with a brand new name. And we're going to have this name by sunrise, or my name is an Arthur J. TikTok. Hey, oh, wait what? a minute. Uh, I, I, I thought of TikTok uh, before. I, thought, I said TikTok. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ha ha, opening bit done. How are you? My name is Ron George Moore. This is the Mental Money Shot Podcast. Thank you for checking it out, checking the show. Great episode today. Great episode for you, Sherry McKay. Uh, verified on TikTok, Sherry McKay. She is a huge video content creator on the platform. She is also a motivational speaker, and she is also a comedian. And you know what? I must apologize to her right away because I didn't realize that she had so much experience doing stand-up comedy as she has. We talk a little bit at the uh, near the end of the interview. And uh, yeah, I thought she's 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 been in the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. She's already been on that stage. So there you go. She has her legs. You heard her at the beginning of the show talking about COVID. Uh, She's also a brand ambassador. And uh, in 2021, she hooked up with protectourpeoplemb.ca, which gives uh, real facts about the COVID vaccination, along with other resources and information for you. Sherry is a very funny and talented person who not only provides Indigenous content on TikTok, she inspires others to do the same. So I feel just incredibly lucky and and, uh, fortunate that she actually agreed to sit down and talk to me for an hour about her life and career, and that's coming up. But before we get into that, let me just say, uh, if this is your first time here, the Manitoba Money Shot podcast, I drop two shows a week, the Tuesday Titter, the Friday Foreplay, and also whenever I can, I like to throw in an interview with some wonderful, talented Manitoba artists, and if you go to soundcloud.com. Uh, The Manitoba Money Shop Podcast on soundcloud.com. If you go to hit the playlist and you're going to see a whole wackadoodle of Manitoba artists, I have interviews with... (sighs) Derek Kixon, Alyssa Blackwolf Kixon, Jeff Sinclair, Robin Maharaj, JD Renault, Joseph Schneider, Carolyn Gregg, Keener, Anna Damaskin, Lee White, Veronica Turnipolsky, Jeff Hughes, Corey Wojcik, Kathy Herbert, Kara Litwin, Martin R. Howell, Tim Gray, Dana Smith, Bazooka Joe, Frightfully Forgotten, Scott Porteous, Dana Leotold, Corey Falvo. Improvision, Leslie Hughes, Chris Kilray, Aaron Murkey, Dan Goldberg, Catherine McClintock, Nelson Mayer, Chris Crossroads, Stephen Eric McIntyre, Trish Cooper, Joanne Rodriguez, Paul Anthony, Aisha Alpha, Rusty Robot, Eve Rice, Chad Anderson, Rami Mays, Sam Thompson, John Waldman, Stefan Richard, Sheena Sabbath, Bubba B the MC, Dan Hewen, Jay Williams, Primrose Medayag Michelle Lechnick and Steve Martins from Trampoline, Debbie Patterson, Adam Schwartz, Melissa Spence, Big Daddy Taz, Todd McGinnity and Sean McGinnity, Heather Witherden, and Ken Cooperis. Yes, all those people, awesome shows, great opening bits, and please feel free, check it out, Subscribe at SoundCloud. We're also on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher, um, Amazon. We're in there somewhere. Um, yeah. And also, please feel free to join the social medias, which are the usual bunch that everyone has Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, TikTok under Ronald George Moore. And also, please feel free to join the, uh, oh, Instagram, of course. And if you like what you hear, please feel free to uh, join up on the Patreon account, patreon.com slash Ronald George Moore. That is me. For, uh, there's a few tiers there, but for as little as a dollar. A month, you get um, some incentives. Plus, I also, for Patreon members, do an extra show a week called Sunday Swallow. So there's lots, lots of incentive there. But even if you don't want to, please just feel free, check out the shows, come back, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your loved ones. There's a uh, a pretty cool podcast happening. That's right. I said it. It's product-o. Cool. I started this podcast uh, in 2018 just because I was so impressed with the manitoba podcast scene and wanted to be a part of it so i just started i grabbed a couple mics hooked it up to my computer and just started talking and i was lucky enough to get a whole bunch of people to talk with me and that's the best part being able to share some really cool and amazing stories with you about the people who live around us so yeah that's about it i hope you enjoy the show uh, of course you're going to because Sherry's awesome. Uh, I get into it in the show, but actually I, I was watching Sherry back when she was just she rocks on YouTube and it was just like the coolest thing to see like all these years later, how big she became. and uh, I, I get into it in the show too. So other than that, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun putting these shows together. And I'm just going to continue doing it, and doing it, and doing it well. There you go. All right, let's go. Next, coming up, Sherry McKay, the Nish Bish herself. And by the way, her t-shirts are available at SherryMcKay.com. You go to the store, and you can pick out a really cool black one. or any. Okay, I got to go. Bye! i start by going, hey, we're rolling! Hey, Sherry <laughs> McKay! Hello! How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I think you've got to be, I've done uh, about 70 interviews of Manitoba artists, and you have got to be the first verified <laughs> Manitoba artist that, on social so cool. media. So this is very exciting. So I wanted to, obviously I want to talk to you about TikTok. And uh, we're going to get into a whole bunch of other things. Uh, but since I brought up the verification, I was just curious right off the bat, how did that happen? Is that something you search for? Or did they contact you once you hit a certain amount of followers? So
0: I think I had around 250,000 followers and they reached out to me Whoa. and asked me if I would be interested in applying for verification that and that it's not guaranteed Oh, and yeah, so they so they sent me the form to fill out and someone sent it in on on my behalf. But you have to be like super careful because there's scams and stuff that happen where people are like, you want to get verified and then send in your login information and then people like steal accounts like that. So um, I'm also like very iffy when like people send me like click this link and all that stuff. So I'm like.
1: Yeah, I'm very careful. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. I would even think because I know you have people sending you have a post office box and you do unboxings on on your channel. Is it a channel TikTok channel? <laughs> I'm very
0: very careful. Like when I pick up my packages and stuff, and um, I've gotten some prank mail before. I think it was like those 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 undies, like those thongs. <laughs> right. <really. laughs> that could be
1: it's super like- fans. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's like people that like just joke and there's a company that will send prank mail. So I got like this fake worn thongs. Like it was, it it was, it wasn't an actual like panty. It was just a little piece of lace that was sticking out of the package, but still, um, nothing, nothing horrible has come through yet. my Uh, IPO box, yeah, my IPO box, they're pretty good.
1: (laughs) So what I, what I usually do on the show when I have a guest is ask, you know, we go way back, we go way back in the time machine and, um, I believe uh reading about you uh, all over the internet that you were born in Winnipeg is that correct? Yes. Oh, yes. awesome. What Women's. hospital? Women's. That's the Health Science Center, the Women's Health Science Center. Yes. Yes, yes, cool, cool. You also I, I know you moved around a lot or uh you, I know you went to 15 schools, but whereabouts where was your earliest memory living in the city?
0: My earliest memory living in the city, I lived on Lipton, so like in the West End, and I went to Greenway, and that was like kindergarten. Greenway
1: Elementary? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And did you make it through that elementary school, or did not even by the end of like grade six, I believe, you were already hitting other schools?
0: Oh, no, I didn't. With that school, I didn't even finish kindergarten.
1: Well, that's quick. So yeah. no time to really even make any acquaintances or pals around. So so you're just moving t- to different parts of the city? Yeah. We don't, we don't necessarily have to like pinpoint on the map or anything, but uh, was <laughs> it all did. in a certain area, different homes? I know for me, uh, it was uh, in the south end, Fort Richmond. Like we lived in like four or five homes just in that part of the city. Is it? Was it the same kind of deal?
0: No, it was all over the city. Really? With the exception of the south side, like we didn't. We didn't get to go to the south side.
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, so you were, like, the west, the east, the north, basically central? Yeah, basically. Cool. Like,
0: we, we I think we went from there. I went to, like, Margaret Park. It was, like, west end, central. Uh, I even lived on, like, Ellison and Langside at one point above the – the. there's, like, a little comic store right on the corner. We lived right
1: above there. Really? <clears throat> the comic store? What Do you remember the – the name of the store i
0: can't oh, i can't remember the name of the store
1: mm. but it was, yeah it was like it was neat
0: living above like this comic store but also not so neat living on
1: Ellison Langside. <laughs> yeah i guess so but having that comic store there did it actually uh, pique an interest in in comic books uh not really <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no well, what I'm kind of honest, things were you no. roller skating roller skating
1: was my interest um, which was just down the street right and that would be the i'm thinking like the portage one right like Winnipeg. Portage.
0: yeah so it was one peg and then it
1: was uh djs and then galaxy oh yeah galaxy okay yeah i remember that location i was there a few times for sure yeah yeah i was like obsessed with roller skating right so anything yeah i was like it was anytime
0: i could go I would go, and sometimes we would hit, like, double sessions in one day, and my legs would be just sore. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember any favorite songs that you were boogieing to at the time? Oh, that fat boy. I want to make you. You know that one? Do you
0: know that one? Oh, my God, I can't I don't remember. know.
1: Fat <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. I can't think of it.
0: I think it's like, I want to make you smile. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Why did I start singing?
1: <laughs> oh, we want you to sing, Sherry. Uh, so uh, you're into music. But were you buying albums? Were you buying cassettes? Oh yeah, yeah. The first. Uh, so I grew up in like poverty, so
0: we didn't have like a whole lot of cash. So yeah, yeah. So I would like save up, and I remember my first, my first tape that I ever bought with my own money was TechnoTronic.
1: Technotronic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's okay, up, electronic up music. The jam. Up, yeah. up the jam. pumping it up. Yeah. Is that Technotronic? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, you grew up in poverty. So is that why you were moving around so much?
0: Yeah, I also like I was raised by my grandmother. So I would bounce back and forth from my grandma. And then when I would be giving my grandma a hard time,
1: she would, you know, get my mom to to take care of her. I've had enough of this sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Come get this kid. And then you'd go back to your mom's or your parents?
0: Yeah. And then and my then, mom would
1: be like, it's your turn. Yeah. No. Why was that? Were you just uh, a little terror as a child or how? what kind of attitude did you have?
0: Well, my mom was really, really, really young when she had me, so she wasn't equipped to be a parent, and my grandmother had already raised all of her kids, so she was done raising kids, you know, so she was at that point where it was like, I, I, you know, like, I want to raise my granddaughter, but also, like, I'm done
1: this? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's also, I imagine, super hard, you know, someone, uh, a, a kid raising a kid in a sense, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah, I could see why you'd want to pass on uh, the responsibilities to someone more experienced, who obviously is going to show you the the love you deserve and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. So, yeah. uh, and then, but because I, th- I kind of touched on this earlier, but when moving around, were you able to, hold on to, like, uh, relationships with with uh, just other kids?
0: Yes and no. Like, there's, there's some friendships that there's people that I found on Facebook from, like, grade four, grade five that mm. I'm friends with on Facebook now. Um, mm. So thank goodness for, like, the internet and social media and just kind of keeping up with each other and, and seeing how we've grown. But also there's people in my life that I – Moved away from that, you know. I have no idea like where they are, or else I found out later on that they passed or something, right. you know, something along those lines. So, yeah, it's definitely hard because that's that's a, we did a I did a lot of moving. Like I, I thought it was normal. I thought right, it was right.
1: relatively normal. How did you do uh, in the subjects in school? Were you were you able to like keep up, even though like you know one school door slams another one opens new classroom new teacher that must have been very difficult I struggled I struggled
0: a lot because I also have um, like learning like learning issues Mm -hmm. Um, growing up there wasn't a lot of teachers or educators that would accommodate students who had Special learning abilities. Yeah. And so I'm more of a kinesthetic learner. I like to do things and I like seeing it.
1: Like <laughs> I can't yeah. just go off of like do X, Y, Z things and. Yeah. Go home, do the work, yeah. come back and show me. You need someone there to kind of guide. Oh yeah. You. Yeah. Yes. And then and I got it. There. Oh, you no. did get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean
0: like, once yeah, once it's explained to me. Or once I see it or I do it, it's good and I'm golden, but like, I can't just be told what to do. So it's very different.
1: I'm sure, yeah. And, and uh, over your high school years, what high schools <laughs> were, were you attending? Did you attend?
0: Um, I went to General Wolf, mm-hmm. um, Churchill. Right. I also went to the Adolescent Parent Center. Where's that? I think it's on Cecil. I just remember that was like where, where all the teen moms went. <laughs> oh, okay. You
1: Were you a teen yeah. mom? I was, yes. Oh, right. I know you have four kids, but how old yeah. how old were you when you got pregnant? Uh, I was
0: 15 and I had my son when I was 16.
1: That would be, is it Dakota or Liam? Yeah, Dakota. Dakota. Because you have four kids. You have Dakota, Kelton, Lindsay, and Liam. Yes. Did you enjoy the Adolescent Center?
0: It was interesting because they had programming that allowed all of the teens to come into the baby room or the toddler room. And essentially you would get a credit or you would get, um, experience looking after like little kids, but you would be looking after like all the little kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they would like call you on the intercom to come and change your kid's diaper.
1: (laughs) attention sherry mckay <laughs> There's poop in the diaper we need you yeah,
0: we got a blowout
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's a little different yeah I can it's see very that. different yeah <laughs> um i don't know i don't see you wearing an owl but you have a nose piercing oh yeah right? my septum piercing and I, I as far as maybe even back in your youtube early days i think you had it when did you get the nose piercing
0: oh i got that done probably like 11 years ago Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it still appears. It's just like through the winter time, my nose, it's it's just like a cold bar of metal through my nose. So yeah. I don't dig it during the winter. I also have like this uh, surface anchor right here.
1: That how what that here. is? It's a surface anchor. Yeah. What... Or um, dermal, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about tattoos? <laughs> you have tattoos?
0: I do. I have, I don't know how many. I have like 17 or something like that, but what? they're like, like a like, I'm like an X on my marriage finger. <laughs> oh, right. Cause you were married. That's right. I actually moved to Edmonton, I believe when I was 18 and, um, I was out there for some time and I met a man and so mm-hmm. it was just me and Dakota, we were out there and I was, I went back to school and, um, just needed a break from Winnipeg. And from my, from my ex here. So just went back to school. And then I met a man when I was out there and got pregnant and then just made the decision to come back home. I was out there for about five years. Oh, wow. That long. Wow. I think about five years. And then, and then, yeah. And then I just decided to come back home and have my baby. Mm -hmm. And he came back here with me and we were together for quite a bit off and on. Yep. And then decided one year to just, well, he proposed. So I said, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We were together for like, I don't know, like 13 years-ish. Mm-hmm. And
1: then, yeah. Was he like, uh, okay, Winnipeg, I had a year of you and I'm out of here. <laughs> Being from Edmonton, you know, maybe just, uh, he clashed with the city perhaps. Edmonton just like a big Winnipeg.
0: It's like the same thing.
1: Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I went there once, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, and it was great, but I was only there a week. I didn't really get a, a good sense of the city, um, but, oh, interesting. Cool. Would you go uh, back? Would you live there again? Uh, maybe. You don't want to, like, upset any fans in Edmonton, so <laughs> no. keep, keep it level.
0: Keep I it love level. Winnipeg. I really love Winnipeg.
1: Um, let's talk about your social media rise, okay? Because um, right. we've talked, or we were messaging back and forth, and I, you know that um, I started watching your YouTube channel. Like probably, I would imagine the first year or two that you were doing it,
0: mm-hmm. I just happened
1: to, uh, to to fall upon. She rocks, right? And I also know rocks is uh, your marriage, the name yeah. when you were married. It's Le Rock. Oh, Le Rock yeah <laughs> okay so and uh i was i was just really impressed with like first of all just how fun you you are in in those videos and now of course but back then it was just your personality really drew me in as a viewer oh thank and, you uh, and it also introduced me to just like those style of videos um the whole yeah. idea of thrifting is that because like, you know going to a thrift shop showing off the hall of what you bought and the good sales and that. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. A lot of people are doing these, these types of videos. Right. Tell me about those early days of, and even like why you decided to start making YouTube videos. I actually, I'm like, how far back do I go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this um, like what year? Let's start off there. This yeah. <laughs> 2010.
0: Uh, a little bit later than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I took a, I, I was interested in media production And I took the creative communications program at Red River College. And I didn't know if I wanted to major in media production or journalism, but it didn't matter because I failed my first semester. (laughs)
1: Okay, (laughs) Why was that? Just uh, a lack of interest or? No,
0: it was like, okay, I I I like to take on a challenge. But this was like something that uh, I started with a whole bunch of barriers and obstacles. Like it was just insane. Um, I started the program and I didn't have my MacBook yet. And I needed to have my MacBook. I literally like the first day class, they gave us assignments. I didn't have a MacBook. I had a paper and a pen. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: everyone else did.
0: Yeah, I was like caveman days with a paper and a pen. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so just even that, they that first day, they there was an assignment that needed to be done and handed in. And then I had to wait for someone to like, I had to like bug someone to borrow their computer so that I could type up my shit and then. Send it like it was just, and this is like your first time meeting someone in your class, and all of a sudden I'm bumming your computer from you. You know, like (laughs) I was just like, oh my god, and I went through that like a week, and that was really really tough. So it already really set me back. But the creative communications program at Red River College they have this thing called um, an auto fail. What it is is your assignment that you're given, your overall percentage or overall grade for that assignment, they they calculate it. And then if they find anything, it's punctuation, spelling, grammar, anything, then they cut that first initial mark in half by 50%. Oh God. And so I was getting, yeah, I was getting like, oh shit, like 96% or, you know, 92%. And then I would get an auto fail and then it would get cut in half. So I was failing all of my assignments. That's bullshit. Yeah,
1: technicalities. Right. Oh, gross. And
0: I get that they I get the purpose of it, because when you're doing print, when you're doing anything to do with something that's going out there to the general public, you need to make sure that it's it's spot on, that it, right. there's no mistakes. So I get that. But it really sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did it take the steam out of the, of wanting to take the course? Totally. Totally. And the fact that everyone was really like young and
0: white, (laughs) (laughs) like you know what I mean? Like just came from different backgrounds, different like everything. And so um, I always wanted to come from this indigenous perspective and and share the lens that I have. Um, with non-Indigenous people. So when they were doing assignments that had to do with, there was one assignment that had to do with um, Remembrance Day. And so the assignment was to go out and document, take pictures of like these events for Remembrance Day. Well, um, as an Indigenous person, we have our Indigenous veterans that are honored on the 8th. So I went out and I asked, I had to get like special permission to go out on the 8th to the powwow to go and record, and do the same thing that everyone else was doing on the 11th, but right. I wanted to do it on the 8th, and it was very, very, very different, it was, it was kind of like they didn't really want to give me the time to do it, and then when it came on the screen, everyone got like really quiet, because it was like a powwow, and it was just very different.
1: You think it just confused of- the hell out of, out of everyone, or <laughs> like?
0: Yeah, I think they were just like, you know, like, what is this? Like, you know, or where's the, where's the saluting? Where's the, where's this and where's that? And
1: yeah, it was just very different. You think it'd be more commendable to go outside the box and like kind of show everyone something new, right?
0: Yeah, I think, I think for the most part, some people thought that I was trying to get like special treatment or special permissions to not do the same assignment that everyone else was doing. Oh, I see. Yeah yeah. 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 I feel like, I feel like, and a lot of times that's kind of the approach that I took because I was trying to share that indigenous lens with people. Right. And yeah. And I just like, I failed. So I gained all these skills and my media production course and i was all bummed out and my instructor just basically said just keep utilizing them just you know practice and use your camera and right. just go out and shoot stuff and and then my cousin one day was like sherry you're so funny you should start youtube
1: and yeah so what camera were you using
0: yeah i was using um canon t6i
1: okay nice Let's get technical yeah. here. Okay. So you, <laughs> was that the camera you're using uh, for your early YouTube videos? Yeah. At, at that point, you didn't have a YouTube channel?
0: No, I didn't. I didn't even have like a YouTube account to like
1: watch YouTube.
0: I just watched it like, you know, whatever. That's wild. Yeah. And so it's difficult. Like I was like, oh, I need a banner. And then I was like, I was, I had like this banner that I probably uploaded like 20 times cause it was just like, didn't fit.
1: And then it was all yes. over the
0: place. You know, it was, well, I, I think, was like,
1: oh I know exactly I what you're saying. It always has to be just perfect. And the width and the length that fits in there <laughs> and it's a trial and error. Sometimes it's so fucking frustrating. It drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I told you like, uh, I, I was shooting videos of my daughter uh, for her mm-hmm. YouTube channel. And there were things that you, for the editing of, of your channel, I know I was just like, wow, that's cool. I, so I started mm-hmm. doing like, uh, like, for instance, sometimes you'd slow down a word or like you punctuate a word by changing the color or, mm-hmm. you know, the contrast of the video. And I thought that this is pretty cool. Now, who's doing the editing? Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Wow. And did you have any any influences on YouTube for that style?
0: No, I just like I just looked at kind of like what other people were doing and then would pull certain things from here and there that I thought were funny. Yeah, that, you know, certain filters or like you said, color, color gradients that would just pop when I wanted to kind of exaggerate something or or focus on something. And and then I would watch my videos and I would laugh at how like just over the top they were sometimes yeah and all i'm doing is a and all i'm doing is like a a a try-on haul or like i'm I'm not even doing anything amazing
1: (laughs) well that's the thing about youtube it's not so much uh how great the content is it's just that that there is content you know like and but in in your case, Sherry, you, and I loved how you didn't just stick with the the thrift haul. You were doing, yeah, I, I believe it was a uh, makeup. But also, you got pretty serious at times. You, and you know, mm-hmm. you talked directly to camera about some sort of troubles you were in. You know, I, I remember one specifically where you explained a story about the the cops mm-hmm. being in your face. And and yeah. so so you kind of ran the gamut, right? I did. Yeah. Were you on musically because? musically was the what? site before tiktok
0: yes so i was on musically uh i made like two musicallys and of course they were like biff naked um songs oh, yeah. so, I, I absolutely love Biff, and so like i found Biff naked biff naked songs and and it was just like the the weirdest cringiest like lip syncs you could ever imagine like black and white.
1: Like it was just so awful. Right. And I think but that I mean, was like, the whole thing on musically. It was all lip syncs, wasn't it? That's exact. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think I had like two videos like that. And for some reason, I don't know, I just deleted the app. Um, but then when I went back, cause I seen something on, I seen something on YouTube um, and it was TikToks on YouTube like a compilation. Mm-hmm. And it was that, um, Oh, I can't, I, I can't remember what it was, but it was a compilation of, of TikToks. And I was like, I want to make, I want to make a TikTok account. And so I made one, but I'm pretty sure it just was just my old Musically account. Okay. <laughs> I used The same email. And, but then all of a sudden it was like TikTok and I seen, you know, every, everyone was just, like, dancing and singing. And I just remember feeling like there's, like, no Native representation on on TikTok. Like, not right. that I could see, you know? So I, mean, I made so a you kind of made videos. it a goal of yours. Yeah. Yeah, I made a couple of videos, and then I thought they were fun. And I made just enough videos, maybe, like, two or three, that I could put together and then... Upload it onto YouTube, right? Well, I got like no one gave a crap for those videos on YouTube, like, there it was just such a short video that it
1: was like, eh, like people, I don't even know if anyone's seen them. Yeah, now, of course, it'd be shorts on YouTube, and they yes. probably get tons of, yeah, exactly. YouTube took the TikTok uh pathway, as it were. Are you sick of talking about TikTok? <laughs> no. No, that's good. Good. You must get a lot of these questions all the time. So I apologize. Do you have a team behind you? I know a lot of these TikTokers have teams. Just me. (laughs) Just you. So how long did it take you to learn the platform? Um, So initially, like the first video,
0: the first two videos that I made, I begged my daughter to help me and she helped me. And first of all, the the audio that I wanted to use was not on TikTok, so she showed me right off the bat how to make my own audios. Right, and you're talking um, about—is this Lindsay? Yes, Lindsay. Okay. Yeah, so she taught me how to like upload and and create my own audios, and then uh, and then so like from there, I would just. I would take trends and then instead of it saying whatever, like instead of it being the trend that everyone else was doing, I would take something um, from indigenous mainstream pop culture, whether it's like a, a an audio snippet from Smoke Signals or North right. of Sea or something and yeah. like pop it into like, into a trend that was happening and then just
1: make it indigenous. Wow. That's That's really cool. And and an audience found you pretty much right away, huh?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then
1: actually I deleted
0: my TikTok after those couple of first videos. Why was yeah, I went back. No, why did
1: why would you delete them?
0: I think I, I'm pretty sure I deleted it because of storage on my phone. Oh. Like I'm, almost, I'm almost positive, and I wasn't on there, so I was just like, "Oh, I just wanted to make these TikToks, so I could take it from TikTok and then upload it onto YouTube for my right. channel." Right,
1: still concentrating on your YouTube channel. Yeah, it's still yeah. she rocks at the time, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then I just uh, went back. I think maybe two months, two or three months later. And I had like 69 followers. And I was like, holy crap. Because I was like really pushing for followers on, on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. it's hard. It's so hard growing on YouTube. Oh, yeah, Like that algorithm that TikTok has does not exist on YouTube. You have to know exactly what you like. Like I don't even think they had like recommended or anything like that. It was just if you liked makeup, here's your five top makeup people. If you liked you know, gaming, here's your five top gaming people, whereas TikTok would just like swoop you up in the algorithm and kind of push you out every once in a while. And, and then, yeah, yeah. so I couldn't believe it that I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even on the app and I got 69 followers and I was like, I still have the screenshot because I was like, holy You
1: shit. do? Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a weird thing where it's like, you'll see like a popular video, a popular video and then a video with n- n- like one like <laughs> you know i i really like that aspect about tiktok you know yeah uh okay so you you got 69 followers and so now you're like okay well this is i got i got something going on over here yeah. so is that when you just started that day when you took that screenshot was that when you're like okay i got to concentrate on tiktok yeah mhm
0: yeah i started like kind of immersing myself in the content and in the the culture of TikTok and finding trends and and then following people and and watching their content and mm-hmm. kind of creating this neat community because um you just go in like a like a blank slate and and the algorithm just shows you things and sometimes it catches and sometimes it doesn't. And it just wants you to stay on the app till like five o'clock in the morning. and you know, Exactly.
1: It really is built that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I've been there so many times. Do you remember the specific? OK, so you have your 69 followers, but was there a specific video that you realized, OK, this is the one that's catching the heat? This is the mm-hmm. one where I got a whole I got a big peak or a big jump in followers is there one in particular that stands out that stood out
0: well s- there's a few like there was there was one where it wasn't so much like um like an indigenous focus and it was uh the clip from uh coming to america where he says good morning my neighbors oh yeah <laughs> good morning my neighbors
1: Hey, fuck
0: you yes yes fuck you too! and i was like you know living in winnipeg be like and that one like went pretty viral not even just like on tiktok but like on like facebook and instagram and then other yes. people were, other people were like using or like sharing my video and i was like what the heck yeah <laughs> Why are they
1: doing my video? Yeah, that must be strange when other people start taking your content and then adding the, uh, stitching, stitching it together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it, can you stitch a stitch? Like, <laughs> could you keep doing that? I don't think you. I mean, uh, I think you can like duet a duet
0: and a and duet. Like, I think you can do that, but I don't think you can. It gets like so ridiculous sometimes. Like, I just wonder. What even goes on in in brain sometimes? Because I have seen like a duet of a duet
1: of a duet of a duet, and it's just crazy. (laughs) On and on and on. And you, you, uh, your channel right now on TikTok, I I just looked it up today five hundred and twelve thousand or five hundred twelve point four thousand followers. Yeah, that is insane and 18.4 million likes on your videos the the video that brought the big jump do you, do you remember which one that was or i think i think that one was the um oh no sorry i think i asked this already didn't i
0: yeah but i there was there's because my content i have like just like silly stuff that i just feel so compelled to to do and then there's stuff that that i have that's specific uh with an indigenous focus right yeah. And so the one with, that I feel has an Indigenous focus is the one where I say, if I catch you at a Halloween party dressed as, dressed as a Native, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I say something like, I'm going to follow you home, crash on your couch, eat all your food and snag your husband or something (laughs) like,
1: since you want to act like my cousin. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. But also once again, just like your YouTube channel, you 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 do get into deep issues on your TikTok too. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with uh of course um the uh, 215 children in Kamloops a residential school and and the uh, the findings there, um you took that obviously to heart and uh gave your thoughts on your TikTok channel.
0: I think one of the reasons why I responded the way I did was because I was getting so many messages and tags from people saying, you know, like, are you going to talk about this? You should talk about this. You should bring, you should bring awareness to this. Mm-hmm. And I was very frustrated because as an indigenous person who was raised by my grandmother, she's told me a lot of us, we knew, we have already known that those things were happening Yeah, and having those conversations with our family members, that like we were all aware so now the rest of Canada was aware it was like this I don't know it was like being re-traumatized and then the fact that so many people were borderline harassing me to talk about it um it came from a place of frustration it came from a place of you know, just uh, grieving and yes. mourning. It's like, you know, when you lose a family member and then all of a sudden someone wants
1: you to, like, speak Go on the media. It. Yeah, exactly. Can I not just sit here and grieve for a second, please? Yeah. You know, like, yeah.
0: I know it's been a couple of days since the rest of the world has found out about the 215 Indigenous children that were undocumented and found in a mass grave at Kamloops BC Residential School. But our people have been talking about this for a really long time. It's just nobody was listening. When the Indigenous community has to resort to using examples of other atrocities to help people understand the pain that we're going through as a nation at the hands of the Canadian government and the Queen, it is not to take away things that have happened to other people. It's to help people understand That we are in mourning. We are born grieving. And for anyone else watching this, you don't get to police our tone. You don't get to police our language. This was genocide. You can't tell me that 215 children at one school was not an attempt at cultural genocide.
1: Speaking of, of, of people messaging you, do you get a lot of hate online? I can't imagine you get like negative, negative comments and that. Yeah. Is it hard to deal with that kind of stuff?
0: Um, Sometimes. Um, sometimes my videos will end up on like a weird side of TikTok where people have no idea who I am. They just look, you know, they'll see a video and it'll trigger something in them. So they go to my my page, my TikTok page or whatever and see the one verified and that I'm lighter skin saying that I'm indigenous and kind of just like pull a few things and then come to a conclusion and then write a nasty comment or something to that effect. Right. And it happens more often than not. And when that happens, it's kind of water off a duck's back. Because yeah. I know that, you know, uh, first of all, they don't know who I am. They don't know my content. They don't even know the the context or, or um, elements to my content to even, like, grasp. Right. Why, like, why they're
1: upset about it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so- also... Yeah, getting any kind of feedback is always kind of rough. But now you're doing stand-up comedy, so now you have to deal it directly with the uh, audience hecklers. Right? I How is, know. How's the stand-up going?
0: So I haven't gotten any hecklers yet, but I do like have like a couple of comebacks
1: in my pocket just in case. <laughs> just in case, that's good to have. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What do you think about the experience of doing stand-up comedy? Um,
0: I love it. I love it. I feel like I feel like that is what I'm meant to do. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Uh, It's hard. It's not easy.
1: No. Yeah. I I've done stand up here and there over the years, and it's pretty much why I'm not doing it anymore. Because it's it's pretty (laughs) fucking hard. Especially if you're standing up there for five minutes and you hear crickets, it's like, oh boy, (laughs) that's rough. It's that it's it's not the the 10 great jokes you told. It's the one that got no laughs and you're like that's the one you think about for 3 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. You're going up there and uh, I know you performed at the basement, right?
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. And um you got any more gigs coming up?
0: Uh yes. So I have one in Marie in Ontario. Oh, sweet. Um, Yeah, early March. And then I might have another one in Sioux Lookout, like right after that. And March is like insane. March is my March. I'm like, it's so jam-packed right now. And, um, you know, it's people because oftentimes I do get, well, now I get people that want me to come and do comedy.
1: Right, right. It
0: used to be, you know, uh, presentations, keynote speaks, sitting on panels, um, talking about my my perspective on social media and also like uh, career fairs and all kinds of stuff I have I think um, a local TED talk coming up in in March
1: um, wow that's amazing that's yeah. really cool like as I said, I don't know how you're able to handle all this stuff. Like you you're doing the TikTok, you got the YouTube, you got Instagram, you gotta book dates, you're doing stand-up. And it's yes. just all just all you. It's pretty incredible. It's insane. I'm also going to have my own sitcom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like I know this is something that you were saying, I think it was on the CBC you are saying like maybe in five years a sitcom and in 10 years a uh, feature film do you so this is you're going to be writing a sitcom
0: so i'm actually already writing
1: it mm-hmm. with
0: uh, jennifer Potemski. we got funding from we got we got some funding to do some development so we've been working on it you gotta and love funding yes yeah so it's like <laughs> i'm like it's happening <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Yeah. You give us a little insight, or is it all under is it all hush hush for the moment?
0: Well, I'm just going to say that it is uh obviously through an indigenous perspective, indigenous lens. It's about um it's loosely, I'm gonna say it's loosely based off my life in a very much exaggerated version, very fun, exaggerated version. But it's uh essentially about me and and my rise. Um, I guess, in my rise. Cool. So, I don't know what to call it.
1: TikTok fame. <laughs> TikTok fame. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Being an influencer.
0: Things Native Say, part one. Er. We not, not even. Ever sick. Steggat.
1: SherryMcKay.com.
0: Yeah, it's kind right. of under it's construction right under now. Under construction,
1: but uh, you got you got some good stuff there. You got like a little store happening with the niche beach, yeah. <laughs> niche <Yeah>. beach shirts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the website. And that once again, is that you doing it or? Um no, it's not hiring me. an IT guy for the website. So, I
0: do have like a person that I've been working with who's kind of that's not their full-time job, so they've been just doing that as a side gig um out of the kindness of their heart for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um so we're we're trying to work on all of the all of the behind the scenes stuff on, first of all, like what kind of merch I want. Cause like, I keep changing my mind and I'm just like, so undecisive and I wear all these shirts and people are like, Oh my God, I want that shirt. And I'm like, Oh, this is the only one I have. Cause I made it for myself.
1: Right. right, Exactly. Is that <laughs> yeah. like something like, cause I know, like, I think the hello fresh, you get 20% off. Of hello fresh is like, do brands re- reach out to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But once so again, I, it's that type of thing where is it? Is this spam? I got to be careful on I, <laughs> answering these emails.
0: I know, yeah. So, like with brand deals, I I actually work with an agency, uh, the Shine Shine Talent Agency in Toronto. So they take mm-hmm. they take care of all my brand stuff. Mm-hmm. But just uh, working, yeah. Because I think the re- the most recent one I've done is McDonald's. But like McDonald's, HelloFresh. Um, there's lots of brands that I would love to work with. Oh, I'm like, sure, I'd yeah. love to work with Pepsi. Like I think Pepsi, why, why Pepsi? or
1: KFC. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I, for me it'd be Robin's Donuts. I'm a huge Robin's Donuts guy. <laughs> even even though they're disappearing in the city, but even though there's only one left? <laughs> there's, no, there's more than one. There's uh, five in the city and eight in the province. Yeah. Oh, there's, what, there's one downtown. There's York Street downtown. Mm-hmm. There's Selkirk, right? There's one. Oh, at, yeah, that's yeah. still open. That's old school. You got uh one at Eaton Center, right at the Millennium Library Walkway. You got oh. you got two at the St. Boniface Hospital. Two! Oh wow! I didn't <laughs> even you can't know. access because of COVID restrictions. Oh you got my. you got Gimli, you got uh the PA. And you got Thompson. You just know all the Robin's I know. I should I really should be sponsored by them, but you know. Like me, and I know all the seven-elevens. <laughs> there you go, yes. Get this woman a slurpee for God's sakes. Uh, <laughs> let's um let's do the money shot. All right, okay. here we go. We got 100 questions for you, Sherry McKay. Now, I'm going to ask these questions rapid-fire style because the object is to answer all of them within five minutes. And if you can do that, uh, you win the money shot. And I believe it's well, I'm pretty close to 30 bucks. Where okay. Is, you know, it's uh, and that's a lot of money on this end of the mic. So <laughs> $30. <laughs> um so these questions are—they can be yes or no, they could be okay. fill in the blank. Uh, do you like this or that? It could be something like name your favorite, blah blah blah. And of okay, course, okay. generally, like we have to work together here, right? Because <laughs> each question and answer have to be three seconds or shorter. So I'm going to be trying to read them as fast as I can, as clear as I can, and your job is to answer them as truth truthfully and quickly as possible. Okay. Are you up for this? Yeah. I like your confidence, Sherry McKay, tonight's money shot $27.29,
0: good luck Nish Bish, and the game's on the level, so don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious.
1: How you feeling? Great. Uh, what's cool? Me. What's not cool? You. Name a <laughs> name a flavor of Kool Aid. One. <laughs> Grape. Name a musician. Uh, Biff Naked. Do you like coconut? <laughs> yes. What do you put in your coffee? Creamer. Favorite tea. Uh, Earl Grey. How often do you get sick? Every other week. Do you bite your nails? No. Name a Tom Cruise film. Top Gun. Can you dance? Yes.
0: Name a book you've read. 21 uh, Things You Should Know About the Indian
1: Act. Uh, have you been to a wrestling match? No. Name a Winnipeg movie theater. Uh, Town Cinema 8. Name a Manitoba sports team. Uh, Winnipeg Goldeyes. Cornflakes or Rice Krispies? Rice Krispies. Cupcake or muffin? Cupcake. Favorite chocolate bar. Oh Henry. Last TV show you watched. Better things. Name a Winnipeg band. Come on, come on. <laughs> we'll pass on Definitely. that one. Have you ever been snowmobiling? No. How many keys in your key ring? Six. Cashier or self serve checkout? Cashier. Name a character from The Simpsons. Bart. Do you paint? Yes. Do you keep a journal? No. Have you read the Bible? No. Are you good at poker? No. Were you ever a cheerleader? No. Have you broken any bones? No. Favorite snack? Chips. Name a cartoon character. Uh, Snoopy. Are you a Star Wars fan? No. Are you a Star Trek fan? No. Are you a Battlestar Galactica fan? No. Name a Stephen King novel. It. Favorite theater? Townsend of Eight. <laughs> Do you watch Netflix? Yes. Do you chew gum? Yes. Do you like your beer in a bottle or a can? I don't drink beer. Are you a fan of UFC? No. Do you own a Roomba? No. Name a stand-up comic. Uh, Dane Cook. Do you eat tuna? Yes. Name a beastie boy. <laughs> no. Do you own a cassette player? No. Name someone from Saturday Night Live. Um, Chris Ten. Name a Saturday Saturday Night Live character. Uh, Pat. But good one. Good one. Are you a morning person? Yes. How you feeling now? Pressure. (laughs) What's your favorite movie? Uh, The Notebook. What's your second favorite movie? Uh, Drive. Do you golf? No. Do you play darts? Yes. Do you play video games? No. Have you played backgammon? No. Have you ever bet on a horse? Yes. What would you name a horse? Winston. Name a flower. A daisy. Name a mountain. (laughs) For <laughs> Everest. Name a Manitoba town. Gimli. Name a cut of steak. Uh, sorry, steak. <laughs> what vegetable is your favorite? A carrot. Do you, uh, do you use an alarm clock? Yes. Dairy Queen or Burger King? Dairy Queen. Where should I order a pizza from? At uh, Pizza Hut. Name a country artist uh one minute crystal shawanda have you ever been to folk fest no have you ever been to folklorama no <laughs> do you do you shop at dollarama <laughs> yes do you skip the dishes no have you ever ziplined 45 seconds no have you rollerbladed yes Do you own an air fryer yes favorite music movie musical rent <laughs> uh last book read last book read Last book read the TV guy. <laughs> Name a Pixar character, Wicked. Um, Buzz Lightyear. Earliest childhood memory? Uh, falling downstairs. Have you been to the Human Rights Museum? For a presentation. Have you been to the Canadian Mint? No. Have you been to Ray and Jerry's Steakhouse? No. You don't like steak? Have you ever been to Solid Gold? Uh, yes. Have you been on a jet ski? Uh, no. Can you whistle the Jeopardy theme? Do, 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 do. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Sherry. That's it. Is <laughs> it, doo-doo whistling? I'm not supposed to whistle at night. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? You can't whistle at night? Yeah, you're not supposed to whistle at night. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's in it. I'm like it's a native thing. Oh well. Oh man. Oh okay. Well, I uh, I'm so sorry. This <laughs> got pretty close. I think you hit here in the 90s or 80. Ooh, 87, 80 about 86, 87 there. That's tough. It's tough. It, it is it's really super tough. Super fun. Super uh, fun. I'm I'm glad you had a good time. I feel bad. I, I really I really thought we'd do this. I was. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. I don't feel that bad because I'm not cool. (laughs) That was the best answer ever. That was absolutely the best. Oh my God, Sherry McKay! uh, Once again, thank you for doing this. You're amazing. You're super talented. You're so funny, and it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on on the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Um, I absolutely, um, I'm super excited to be here, especially you know someone who's kind of seen. For themselves like my journey and i and i totally appreciate that so thank you so much
1: oh no trouble my pleasure once again it was just it's it's just so great to see your your rise and your success and i once again i cannot wait to see you actually on stage doing live stand-up i'm really looking forward to it eventually i'm just so so covid freaked out that i have still haven't been going out too much but this is the year right on thanks sherry
0: yeah you're welcome
1: have a great night. Hey, take, take care. care. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Hey.